Welcome to Meditatio Podcast brought to you by WCCM. I'm Leonardo and this is our November edition. In this program we are going to talk about the website on Bonvaux, a new contemplative and meditation retreat center and home for our community. The Meditatio Seminar Meditation and Aging in Australia. Lawrence Freeman at the Just This Day event in London and a special farewell to Leonard Cohen. Thanks for downloading and I hope you like it. Hello my friends. Most of you probably know about Bonvaux, the project for a new international center, a new home for WCCM in France. So we just launched a new website about, uh, about the project and you can visit at bonvauxwccm.org altogether bonvauxwccm.org This website describes the vision with a gallery of images and uh, the plans, news, comments on the projects from meditators around the world and uh, the donation page. On the homepage you can also follow the progress of the Bonvaux Fund. Let's listen to an audio I extract from uh, a video on the vision of Bonvaux by Father Lawrence. This is the 25th anniversary of the world community. It's a milestone year. And one of the special features of this year is that we have been led to find a home, a permanent home for the community for now and we hope for generations to come. We've been thinking about this for a long time and feeling the need for it. And now, after consultation with our meditators around the world, our national coordinators, our leadership team, we've decided on a beautiful place called Bonvaux. It means beautiful valley. It's near Poitiers in France. It's very well located. It's good communication, good transportation links. When I first went to see Bonvaux, I fell in love with it. But we've tested that feeling of falling in love uh, with many good uh, sources of advice, financial and otherwise. And we feel that this is the place for us to, to, to go to and to develop a center, a home for the world community for generations to come, and also to create a center of contemplation in our troubled world. Bonveau will, will have a small residential community living in the spirit of the rule of St. Benedict and sharing its hospitality, of course, with uh, anyone who comes. It will be a place of training, a place of retreat, a place for deepening for our own community. We will have a, a program of events there which will also represent the different forms of outreach that we have developed into the world of business and finance, of education, especially our work with meditation with children, and with the medical profession, with social justice, uh, with science, with the environment. Because we've discovered over the years, of course, that meditation takes us to the very heart of our humanity. And therefore it takes us to the heart of what it is to be human in community. We live in a divided world. We live in a world of insecurity and conflict and dissension. We desperately need places of contemplative peace where people can feel reconciled and healed and united and where the vision of 
global unity can be can be reaffirmed. So you can watch the full video and also everything that I mentioned before at the website bonvowccm.org altogether bonvowccm.org. On the 19th and 20th of November, the Australian community organized the Meditaso Seminar on Meditation and Aging. In one of the moments there, they watched some interviews on meditation and aging testimonials. So now we are going to listen to Isabel Marchmont. I like the word thank you in French <laughs> better, merci. And I love going around everywhere and when there's something really good and nice I'm always saying inside me, Essie, <laughs> and in the house, if I, you know, something goes wrong and I lose my glasses <clears throat> and, and then find them, Essie. Essie. <laughs> and I think you've said to us that you say that at the end of meditation sometimes. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, thank you. Even though I'm a very bad meditator, uh-huh. with all my distractions. Yes. That have gone on forever, for 20 or 22, 23 years, they're still there. Despite all of that, you say thank you. Oh, yes. Because mm. even though, you, as I've said before, I know Lawrence says don't evaluate the meditation, and you try not to, but you know when you've been battling on most of the time, uh, trying to lay thoughts aside, <coughs> when you get up from it, It isn't what you've got. You don't go into meditation to get something out of it. You mm -hmm. go to surrender, uh, to let go, and let God do what He wants with you. Mm. Uh, and after meditating, however bad it seems to have been, no, I say thank you. And you go around and you feel mm -hmm. you've had a gift. Mm. A gift. Mm. Mm. So this was Isabel in conversation with Judy Taylor from the Australian community. And all the talks from this seminar in Australia will be available soon in our website in audio format. On the 23rd of November, Father Lawrence took part at the event Just this day in London is a special annual day to promote the practice of silence and meditation. Let's listen to a piece of Father Lawrence's talk there. Walter Pater, I think, said that all um, art aspires to the condition of music. <clears throat> so I suppose that includes the art of talking, thinking, and all the other arts. And listening to the Bach, I think, uh, is, is very uh, extraordinarily, what, enriching, uplifting, illuminating, and totally mystifying. What on earth is it saying? It totally transcends our ordinary language. How do you translate that bark into language? 
can't do. You can talk about all sorts of technicalities, I'm sure, but um, it's untranslatable back. There is a, a sense of a syntax, a meaning, emotion, feeling, variety, and internal dialogue within the music. Ways of expressing something of what language is. <clears throat> and then at the end, there's this feeling of a resolution. But what's being resolved, we don't, we don't know. We can't express in words, but it's very real and transformative. Although it's a very abstract language, it uh, touches us physically, perhaps more than more thoroughly, more physically and interiorly than any other art or any other language. <clears throat> so, I don't know what to say after a, a feast of Bach like that, except it's kind of refreshing perhaps to think that Bach had 16 children, wasn't it? So he must have used a lot of language, keeping them quiet and educating them and dealing with their problems and then going off to the church leaders in Leipzig to get his salary and negotiate for a better, a better salary and so on. What's all the more remarkable is that he was able to integrate, of course, this extraordinary language and vision in music into his life, ordinary life. It seems to be in many ways a very ordinary professional musician. So maybe, although all art, uh, all thought aspires to the condition of music, and students of consciousness often uh, express the idea today that uh, music uh, came before language, before words, that we in fact, can communicate and did communicate better, more thoroughly through music than we can through the agency of words. But anyway, if all art aspires to the condition of music, maybe music can aspires to the condition of silence. So where do we go after the music? And I think this, so this is something of an experience of the transcendence that we're, we're trying to think about today and practice in the meditation. Transcendence is an idea, of course, that we find in religion, in philosophy, even in mathematics, transcendental numbers. I have no idea what transcendental numbers are, but they must be about transcending something. It expresses a basic human intuition that we must go beyond our perceived limits and we're always running up against our limitations. We sometimes hide them, we sometimes fight them, we sometimes deny them, but we're always running up against them in one way or another, physically, psychologically, intellectually, and in order to become truly human or more fully human, more fully awake, we have to
go beyond these limits. subject in this edition is a farewell for a great and inspiring man. The Canadian singer Leonard Cohen passed away on November 7 in Los Angeles. He was 82 and everybody that knows his songs could notice how deep, poetic and spiritual he was. He had just launched uh, his last album You Want It Darker three weeks before his death. So we listen now to some words by Leonard Cohen on spirituality at the recent press conference on the launching of the album You Want It Darker. I've never thought of myself as a, uh, a religious person. Uh, I don't have any uh, spiritual strategy. Uh, I kind of uh, limp along like uh, so many of us do in these uh, realms. Uh, occasionally, uh, I've felt the grace of uh, another presence in my life, uh, but I can't build a, uh, uh, any kind of spiritual structure on that. So um, I always I feel that this is a vocabulary that I that I grew up with. This biblical landscape is uh, very familiar to me, and uh, it's natural that I use those landmarks uh, as references. Once they were universal references, and everybody understood and knew them and located them, that's no longer the case today, but it is still my landscape. I try to make uh, those references. Uh, I try to make sure that they're not too obscure. Uh, but outside of that, uh, I can't, I dare not claim anything in, in the spiritual realm uh, f for my own. So we will finish now with a big thank you to Leonard Cohen. May he rest in peace. So we're going to finish with uh, the famous hit, Hallelujah, but in a different way. This was a recent tribute uh, that people from Krakow in, in Poland, they, they sing in a big square, so it's in, in Polish, uh, Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Meditatio Podcast. Bye-bye. Dobry wieczór Państwu. My zaczniemy śpiewać za chwilę i po, po, po pierwszej zwrotce i refrenie zapraszamy, żeby wszyscy Państwo, którzy tutaj jesteście, żebyście włączyli się do wspólnego śpiewania. Tajemny akord kiedyś brzmiał, Pan cieszył się, gdy Dawid grał, Ale muzyki dziś tak nikt nie czuje. Kwarta i kwinta, tak to szło Raz wyżej w dur, raz w niżej w mol Nieszczęsny król ułoży 